Hello everyone, welcome to BL Podcast. I'm your host Nikita Ann Vergas. On April 23rd, 2005, the first YouTube video was published. In recognition of this momentous event, TubeBuddy has officially launched International Creator Day. Today, we're speaking to two people who are heavily involved in the creator world. Sharon Hegde and Vipasha Joshi. While Sharon is a content creator who focuses on finance, Vipasha is the country manager of Jelly Smack, a creator platform. So, uh, it turns out that uh, Sharon is the first influencer in India. Is that a false claim Sharon or is that true? I don't know if I'm the first, uh, but definitely one among the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple definitions of influencers I would say depending on the depth of knowledge that they're providing. I would say I, I was definitely one of the first ones to get deep into the financial domain space uh, rather than talking about um, you know over the top business information uh, I don't know if I'm the first cuz uh, <laughs> I might be wrong right uh, I think you've got like at least a million people taking your advice on personal finance and investing right right mm-hmm. close to a million and a half right now Yeah so how do you ensure that um, you know all of the content you're putting out there is 100% accurate uh, because i'm guessing a right. lot of it comes from internet research right right true so so at the at the point of speaking so right now i have a team of content researchers to verify everything that is being presented uh, so the process is like this whenever the genesis of an idea will start from internet research uh let's say a leading newspaper publication talks about something important in personal finance so that becomes the genesis of the idea um then we sort of brainstorm me and my team as to what how we can present this or what sort of use cases that can be derived from this personal uh, finance content that the newspaper publication is putting out uh but at the same time we will also cross verify this information across multiple newspaper publications to ensure that this is factually correct so we go into the, the nitty gritty details uh, if there is some discrepancy so once we do that then we build financial models to understand whether uh, this information is making sense so that we, that is our own secondary research and then after a 2 to 3 days process some sometimes it may turn out that it cannot be presented right so we will drop out that entire uh, concept altogether so the important thing to remember here is that we post only things which make sense we don't post just for the sake of posting so it's a completely long you know long process which involves a lot of research and back testing before we put out anything out there because at the end of the day we are uh, advising people to invest their hard earned money so we need to be very careful uh, with what we are saying right 100% i think that's um, you know a struggle that most uh, influencers face because uh, you know it's a it's a huge thing like you know you're actually giving financial advice and you need to make sure that um, you know it's well informed so i'm guessing instagram is where your primary target audience lies right right because after posting then in the comment section is where the real you know questions start coming up right any post of mine let's say it gets around close to 600 to 700 queries you know including your comment section and dms right uh-huh. so i need to answer all of them right because it's very important for me to answer them otherwise they might interpret it in the wrong way and take the wrong advice from it right so i also spend a lot of time in my caption which is a textual format below the video which is you know maybe a 500 to 600 word essay uh but having said that comment section is also somewhere that i spend a lot of time uh to ensure that the information is interpreted in the right way yeah so what other platforms are you active on apart from instagram so apart from instagram i also create content on linkedin so linkedin i only create written content 
so it will basically be a written version of what my videos are conveying because not everybody is on instagram and some people might want to just read the content and then twitter i uh post uh, content about any you know, any new updates about you know any about any new laws in the taxation realm or any new hacks in the, uh, let's say in the insurance realm or any new mutual fund that is being introduced so i tweet about that and finally uh, in youtube i started off with youtube actually creating long form content because finance so uh, typically is thought to be you know something that requires a lot of time to explain so that is why i started creating on youtube but the competition in youtube was too high when i started i started you know very late uh so that's why i moved to instagram to promote my youtube videos uh but it turned out you know instagram launched its reels feature and you know the rest is history yeah so uh, so the thing is you said that you mostly repurpose your content right so what you post on instagram you kind of make it more text heavy for linkedin so right. that's how it works so vipasha you know a lot of content creators they focus on instagram linkedin and twitter like these are the the main three channels and uh, although instagram reels it does provide uh, you know a video aspect to the platform like sharan said uh, linkedin and twitter tend to focus on copy and written content and is there a reason why jelly smack doesn't cater to this yeah so um, nikita we are basically a tech company which is focused on video content Yeah. and most of our creators they uh, they need help in uh, repurposing their content for other platforms so if uh, you talk about video youtube has always been the uh, you know the forerunner of all video content uh, intent based audience goes to youtube to exactly uh, consume the content that they've been uh, looking to right and um, the effort or the time that is spent on uh, creating that content and putting it up on youtube the same format doesn't work on facebook doesn't work on instagram and doesn't work on um, say snapchat or other homegrown platforms like josh or takata right and what we basically do is through our tech and through our post production um, capabilities we just make sure that whatever content that the creators are uh, you know putting on their youtube channels or on their um, just in their backlog we use that content and repurpose it to make sure that the editing guidelines the format and what i think sharan was speaking about having the right caption having the brand safety guidelines uh, managing the community that is something that we do for uh, the creators linkedin and twitter linkedin now of course has jumped onto the creator uh, program as well but twitter and linkedin is something that even the creators understand is not their base audience because they spend a lot of time in creating videos um around and most of our creators come from entertainment or food um or travel right which uh, the basic audience is uh, on the other social media platforms so we just make it easier for the creators to let them have one piece of content and have it uh, spread across multiple platforms and at the end each creator is looking to monetize more so we're just sort of trying to multiply their earnings right so you guys have a creator program to kind of collaborate with these creators and it's it's really interesting how you're you know helping creators gain visibility by repurposing their content um but you know i know that you're primarily using ai technology to optimize and promote creator content uh, but how does this optimization happen could you just walk us through the process sure so we have internally we have five tools and uh, in the entire creator a uh, cycle or the content cycle that the creator has we make sure that each of these tools is incorporated into it right so fr- from understanding what audience they are reaching out to on which platform we have um, you know one of our tools to do that second we do a lot of ab testing to realize which 
duration, what editing style, what format is working on a Facebook versus a Snapchat versus a um, a, a, a local platform, right? We don't have TikTok in India, but in the other markets, we are also catering to TikTok. And then also putting, uh, you know, the once the A/B tests come to us, we also optimize that content through another tool of ours, where we uh, see, right, in terms of retention, in terms of watch time, in terms of the engagement that we are expecting to see on that kind of content. And uh, our final product uh, basically helps us gather all those insights and then share those with the creator so that it's not just for the uh, content that is existing with them, but in the future, right, on Snap, which form of their content works the best versus on Facebook, what works the best. And we've had creators who have now started creating exclusive content and the form, uh, you know, the topic that they're using specifically for different platforms as well. And we just use it and make sure that we are putting it up and, uh, you know, changing the editing styles for matching the other uh, platforms. So it's also a lot around the, the tools also help a lot around the sustainability part of the content, because it's not just like the virality of a video, but also how relevant that video is going to be in terms of information, in terms of um, how much uh, the audience is gaining out of that video and how the community is reacting to it. So I think how Sharon mentioned his community, you know, having 600, 700 comments on one video where they're asking for information. I think that is the level of community building that we are looking at from the creative program and making sure each of our creators is able to leverage each tool to get to that right uh, audience number, reach, or the monetization that they're looking at. So Sharon, what's your repurposing process usually? What is it? How does it work? Um, because, you know, Vipasha, like you said, um, you're using AI technology, right? But I'm guessing for Sharon, it's more of a manual process where you've either yeah. got writers to write it or you are writing it yourself. So my process is simple. So Instagram is my main platform. So I create a video for Instagram and the moment I'm writing the caption for my Instagram, that 500, 600 word essay that I was talking about, that is the same one which gets repurposed and goes on LinkedIn. So when I'm writing it for Instagram, I think it from the mindset of LinkedIn, right? Most people mm -hmm. on Instagram will not read it because video Instagram is primarily a video sharing app. But when I'm writing the caption, I will think of it from the perspective of writing it for LinkedIn. So I hit two you know, birds with one stone. So then when I go for LinkedIn, it's very simple for me. It'll take me three, four minutes to repurpose it and put it on LinkedIn. And then bits and pieces from that will eventually become tweets. Right. right. Got now, it. coming to uh, YouTube, YouTube, uh, right now I'm not creating content, but when I am, I do podcasts. Let's say I recently did a podcast with Nikhil Kamath, the co-founder of Zeroda. Right. So there I will take, you know, the juicy bits of those podcasts where he's giving the most information in the shortest span of time or a more very critical question that we will be converted into a reel, you know, a short form content and post it on Instagram. Uh, and this is what, you know, uh, this is what most creators are doing for, who are doing both YouTube and Instagram. They're taking their YouTube videos and taking small sections of it and putting it on Instagram. It doesn't work the best because Instagram is more about, you know, creating that hook and creating a strong CTR there so that your watchability increases. Uh, but that is a trend that I've, I've observed. People who are on both YouTube and Instagram, they try to repurpose their YouTube videos and put it on uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, as a content creator, what challenges do you face while repurposing or while even building your audience in different platforms? Because it's not easy, right? You, your main thing is on Instagram and now you have to start from scratch on different platforms like LinkedIn and Twitter and whatnot. So what are the challenges that you face? 
I would say initially I thought it was going to be simple that you know I can easily drive audience from my Instagram to other platforms, but it simply doesn't uh, work that way uh, because you know Instagram as a platform makes it very difficult for you to leave that app, right? There are no multi, many you know places where you can go except for the link in bio, um, and you know the story click story doesn't reach all your audience. It reaches maybe ten. Or 15 percentage of your audience, maybe 20 to 30 percent is on a good day. So let's say even if I have a million followers, it won't go to all million, right? And even then, obviously, at the end of the funnel, it's going to be a very small number. So what I've uh, learned is that uh, even though you have a big uh, community on one platform, while it may give you that initial push in the beginning to build a community on another platform, you need to build content which is fine-tuned for that particular platform. It's right. and cannot expect your existing audience to move to a new platform without you putting the time and effort to create a curated content which is fine for that platform so that was the challenge that i faced initially uh, but now i think i've almost uh, you know figuring out linkedin now but twitter yeah. is you know still trying to crack twitter so i mean for aspiring creators who kind of want to start um, you know monetizing Uh, on yeah. you know their content what advice would you give them how do you go about it do you mainly do cold pitching or do you have a lot of inbound leads see from me i'll tell you my experience so when i started creating content it was not for the purpose of making money I mean, when i started nobody was making money so i did not know money can be made in the first place right so i was just inspired by some of the best content creators out there on youtube such as pranjal kamra crs naranade these are the people that i learned from uh, who made long long form content so you and i started making long form content it did not work out so i went to instagram to make short form content so my primary motive was to educate people that's why i had a full time job while creating content for the longest time right even though the income which came from content creation far exceeded my income from uh, my primary job i still you know had both the things running because i did not start content creation for the purpose of making money uh, now for new content creators who who want to you know get the ground running and want to start making money quickly um, firstly that shouldn't be the mindset because um, most platforms like instagram are not stable in terms of getting your reach so when during the down phases if your objective was to make money then you will lose the motivation to keep continuing so the primary motive should be that you enjoy doing it and you're adding value to your audience others you won't be able to sustain long uh, having said that if uh, money is your primary motive then starting with short form content i would say is the easiest way because there is a lower barrier to entry long form content requires significant investment in uh, you know production quality you know mic lighting and sound your video camera setting but uh, short form content to this day i just use this iphone right that's it right so the barriers to entry is very low right with as little as 50 60000 rupees you can start creating uh, now coming talking about brand deals uh, once you hit the 10000 follower mark uh, it becomes easy because you get a lot of inbound leads brands reach out to you i would say do not reach out to the brands themselves because then they will kind of take advantage of you because they know that you need the money so they might ask you to do some free stuff for them uh, so help try to reach that 10000 follower mark first and then the brands and agencies will reach out to you themselves and then i would say try to join a agency because when you are pitching with a lot of other content creators together let's say 100 people pitching for a brand together then you have the um, you know the negotiating power i would say rather than you negotiating with the brand by yourself so i would say these are some of the tips and pointers i would like to give to the new content creators yeah those are actually very helpful thank you so much uh, vipasha you know speaking of money i would really like to know a little bit more about um, jelly smacks revenue share model you know how does jelly smack make money and uh, how do creators make money how does it work so sure, uh, niketa so our basic model that we work with the creators on is that uh, 
it's revenue share so if they make money we make money right and the focus um, i think can never be on monetization because a creator who is only looking at monetizing i don't think you'll be able to put the best of your creative abilities um on the platform or onto a video right and we've seen that a lot of the creators as of course sharan also mentioned are not aware of what the monetization um potential is on each platform so for us um it is first very important and what we as partners also do is we put uh, at the initial stage whenever a creator signs up with us um gets on board with us we put it in our investment so there is an entire operations team that is dedicated to the creator we put uh, in our investment on a few growth campaigns to make sure that if it's a new page and we need to bring it to scale we are supporting the creator to do that right and once the creator starts monetizing we have a ref share that we do with the creator depending on the potential depending on the platform and i think post that we we see that it it becomes pretty easy to understand um what the focus of the creator is going to be whether it's brand deals whether it's just ad monetization or whether it's just purely creating content because if the content is great the money actually comes in and if you've been able to build great content for your community i think it just makes our um, um you know our job also much easier for such content creators but uh, but yeah we we are we're never going to you know onboard um anyone and say you know on day one let's start splitting up our money and you know uh, start doing ref share because we understand that the journey is together and um, our success depends on how successful we can make the creators so that's that's our vision that's been our uh, motto and goal okay that's that's actually really great to hear um i think you guys have onboarded quite a few big names um, you know in the global scene but how has the reception been uh, with indian creators so it's been great i would say till now we uh, one we of course go through a testing process before we onboard creators india of course is growing so i've also worked with youtube like a decade back and at that point of time we could really count the number of uh, uh, creators who were over a million right they were probably five or six in back in 2012 and now we have each day there's like two creators getting their first 1 million followers right and a lot of growth is happening in bharat versus india so um, we go through a testing process where we look at a sizable library because we don't want to put the creator on uh, under the pressure of creating content um, each day or each week right because a creator the creator has to have their own um creative flow and they would want to only shoot the content that they are really passionate about so we want to have a, a sizable library we also look at the content and what is the sustainability or what is that content really trying to achieve is this just like content which you create for um you know taking it viral and then it just drops because more often than not you would see that a lot of uh, uh, content creators come onto the scene few posts go viral and then you don't really know how to sustain it but um, while doing this testing we also look at the growth potential of each creator seeing that the kind of content that they are developing can we support them in such a, you know in uh, any way as well so we make sure that the testing process helps us identify the best creators so we do have over 25 creators on board and sorry so it's not uh, just like the top creator so we have triggered insan who has over a 20 million uh, the uh, followers on youtube but we also have very uh, uh, you know upcoming asmr creators like akshanshu aswal who comes from a small town in dehradun but who has great potential right and he's one of the bigger uh, you know one of the really high potential creators with us so 
the fact that you know we are catering to almost each segment of the creator cycle life cycle just makes uh, us more passionate about the work that we are doing each day with each creator so yeah so out of the 25 i think we have it uh, we have creators from across the verticals we have kanak kitchen from uh, master chef uh, who was the first runner up then we have masala kitchen then we have wardrobe hub so it's travel food but we also have like scaled versus up and coming creators so i think that's what keeps um, the entire mix of the creators as well exciting yeah so you were talking about you know the vetting process wherein you kind of figure out uh, whether they'll be able to sustain their popularity uh, i think a lot uh, of the popularity comes from consistency along with quality of content so i mean that's uh, a question for you sharan like uh, how how do you find it um, do you find it difficult to be consistent with your content because everyone has those days where you know we feel burnt out and we don't feel like creating anything yeah so thankfully i haven't had uh, you know uh, what do you call it a content block yet you know that's what uh, but how i try to counteract it or what are the measures that i put in places to avoid that is to have a content library beforehand so as we speak i have 50 videos ready you know yet oh, to be published even if i have a content block i know that i'm sustain i can last for two months and within two months i'll hopefully have some you know idea what i'll post next so that's how i do it so as simple as you know plan in advance when you are having those good days make a lot of stuff keep that ready so that when the bad days come you can weather it out just like our company survives you know build a sizable number of amount of money in the bank account so that when the bad days come they can weather it out so is there a process to creating this uh, content schedule or calendar or is it just you know when you feel creative you just sit down and write your thoughts yeah so these days what i do is you know creativity I, you never know when it's going to come so i was in dubai recently for the nas summit event and we had gone to the gold souk uh, to purchase some gold jewelry and there while we were talking to the shopkeeper we learned about you know the making charges and all of that and so there i got an idea of why not i make a video uh, for showing why gold is a bad investment gold ornaments is a bad investment uh, because there are so many making charges involved that ultimately your returns are completely you know it becomes very less because of all those charges involved and then that video which we made we went back to the hotel and shot that video and that got us 10 million views right so ideas can come you know out of the weirdest of places and these days it's as simple as you know i'm reading a book or i'm just sitting in a sofa i'm watching a television show i'm watching a movie ideas just keep coming right so there is no method to the process you know so that's the thing right you don't know when you stop working right yeah. <laughs> wherever you are always getting bombarded with ideas uh, so that's how i would say the creativity aspect of it from the idea aspect of it the financial idea aspect of it not the creativity the financial idea aspect of it now i have built a team uh, so these are my these are my team of content researchers uh, who help me come up with new content ideas and we have a call every single day uh, to brainstorm on what we have researched for that day and we all learn from each other and get better at personal finance together so i think that system right now is working out really well and uh, it gives me good night's sleep all right guys thank you so much uh, for this conversation uh, i think with that we'll draw it to a close uh, have a nice day guys and thank you for being here yeah thank you nikita for having us it was a pleasure talking to you thanks sharan pleasure meeting you as well